And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to talk all about unlocking your creativity during a period of transition. Our amazing speaker today is a career warrior veteran, Clara Chorley. Clara is a career satisfaction expert who founded her own business during the Great Recession. Clara's helped many professionals land better jobs and start their businesses through one-on-one career coaching and keynote speaking. Clara's traveled through 44 countries and five different continents and worked with organizations as diverse as Ernst & Young and the Millennium Village Project in Africa. And in the recording, Clara talks about how to get creative and discusses the four stages of career transition. So when I was listening to Clara talk about these four stages, I could really really see that if you understand where you are in these stages, it will help you navigate through your own transition effectively. This is a special recording that was done for our COVID career care Facebook group. And listen, I'm sorry if you don't want to hear about the coronavirus anymore, but there is a strong need for it right now. There are a lot of hurting people out there. Additionally, this is still very relevant whether or not it's affecting you. Perhaps this is the year 2021. Still, COVID is a great example of career transition. If you can make this work under the era of COVID, you can absolutely conquer and make it work for any sort of transition you're going through. So we're going to cover these four stages of career transition, and we are going to talk about unlocking creativity through being in a state of calm. Now, there is a meditation within um, this podcast episode. It's an awesome meditation, that uh, short meditation that Clara led. I just ask all of you to make sure you're not driving or jogging. Otherwise, skip right ahead to where she starts talking about unlocking creativity. And um, if you are listening to this episode in late March slash April of 2020, be sure to join our COVID career care support group. It's on Facebook. I'll drop the link within the description of this podcast episode. If you are listening to this on March 26th, which is the release date of this episode, know that tomorrow, the 27th, we are doing a partnered event with General Assembly that addresses resume and LinkedIn changes in regards to these deep, dark periods of, of uh, crisis, so to speak. So join in on that. That's with General Assembly. They're an amazing partner of ours. And uh, we're going to have some really good tidbits of career transition during that. And please join the Facebook group, which is just going to be awesome. Claire is going to be leading with me uh, some sessions on Mondays to address this and give you the community support that you deserve. All right, that's enough of me talking for now. Let's launch into the brilliant words that Clara has for all of you with our 126th episode of the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this conversation. Um, we're going to start with a short uh, grounding exercise so we can all be present. Uh, there's a lot of um, lot going on right now. So I'm going to invite all of us to, if you're comfortable, we can't see you, by the way, so we're the ones that are going to look a bit weird maybe, but we're all going to close our eyes. Before you do that, um, if you can hold your hands out to the side like this, open palms and palms, uh, one palm, right palm face up, left palm, palm face down, just like this, just opposites. And then you're going to take them to your side. Hold them there for a second and close your eyes and take a breath. 
into your body. And notice how your heart's feeling right now. Notice whether you're excited or you're nervous or you're bored or you're distracted or whatever you're, whatever's going on for you. Notice where you're sitting and notice your connection to the earth. So it's really nice to actually imagine a grounding cord that's going from the base of your spine right down into the core of the earth. So just lock yourself down there and feel the safety of that. And imagine any nervous energy you've got just sort of flowing down that grounding cord into the core of the earth. Some of us are sitting alone in our spaces. Some of us have pets. Some of us have family or friends with us. But we're all part of this group right now. And over the last two or three days, we grew to almost 100 people. 100 people who are in different stages. So let's now imagine those 100 people in one circle. And the person on your right has a hand on your hand, and the person on your left has a hand under your hand. And we connect in this circle through our hands, washed hands. (laughs) (laughs) And you can feel the connection of the group and how nice it is to be part of a group and part of the group energy. And send out from your heart all the way around the circle through your arms and out through your hands and fingertips around the circle, your own wishes for this group, what you wish for others at this time. And as you do so, feel their wishes for you coming back through your hands and up your arms and into your own heart. And receive those. Take a breath. Think of one thing that you're grateful for during this time. Just one small thing that's been a blessing in disguise for you. Squeeze the hands on either side and release them. We stay in the circle for the hour and now we're coming back. To, to the group. So welcome everybody. Um, it's really fabulous to see you here. Um, so the vision for this group is to create a space where, uh, a, where people can come together and get some support in this really strange time. There's so much uncertainty and I know some of you are probably feeling uh, afraid and some of you are feeling ecstatic because you're really enjoying the peace and quiet right now. So uh, people are on this, this sort of spectrum of emotions and wherever you are is fine. I actually know that some people feel quite guilty about feeling good and uh, I think it's really important that you allow that for yourself. Mm-hmm. So we want this group to sort of really be interactive and engaging over the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's two things I'm going to talk about today. One is the model of transition and the other is the four atrocity actors Um, And then we'll talk about some action steps for you to take away and hopefully share in the group later. Here's the thing that is so important about this period of time. The, The news is all over the place. The news is in a process all of its own. We don't know what's true. We don't know what isn't true. We don't know how dangerous or how not dangerous in what countries, what states, what cities. We don't know any of these things. We're deeply, deeply in a time of uncertainty. 
Now, for those of us that thrive better when we've got certainty and we've got a schedule and we've got a structural and we know sort of what it is that we're doing, that's going to be very, very, very hard on us. But the thing about uncertainty, and I was listening to a, a meditation this morning. Don't get the impression I meditate every day. I, I try, but I, I fail miserably. But Deepak said, Deepak Chopra, he said, uncertainty is full of creative potential. Uncertainty is full of creative potential. Now, I want to differentiate something super important here. For those of us that have a lot of experience in our industries and in our jobs, we're used to using our intuition. Now, intuition is based on experience. When you've got years, whether it's in a relationship with another person, whether it's in a job that you've done or a skill that you've built, you use and access your intuition. It's part of what you do, whether you're aware of it or not, you're doing it. You're instinctive about certain things. When you're in a situation where you don't have experience, you don't have access to your intuition. For most of us, we don't have access to our intuition right now. We can't intuit our way through this pandemic because we don't know what the heck it is. We don't know how long it's going to last. We don't know what's going to happen to our income sources. And we're sort of at the beginning of all of this because the economic uh, outcome of all of this is, has yet to roll out. But it's going to be significant to, most, to a larger percentage of the population. So in the absence of intuition, what you have access to is creativity and rationality. Creativity and rationality. But you can't access your creativity and your rationality unless you're calm. We're all going to have moments when we're freaking out. We're all going to have moments when we're worried. We're all going to have moments where we get caught up in some piece of news or we're worried about a loved one. We're all going to have those moments where we're frightening ourselves by our future ideas of what hasn't happened yet. That's going to be your biggest enemy through this. You've got to stay here. You've got to stay now. If you're still alive and you're still breathing and you can still go to the supermarket and buy something, you've still got food in your belly, you're okay. You're okay. You're going to be okay. So rationality comes from being grounded and being centered. And when you are grounded and you are centered, all of a sudden you have access to the energy of creativity. And the energy of creativity runs through all of us. We're naturally creative beings. Whether you're, actually, if you're a very cerebral person, you might even find that you're more creative than the rest of us sometimes because the rest of us can let our emotions get in the way. I know I do. So creativity and rationality are your friends right now and you need them. And especially if you're in a position where your business has dried up because your industry's dropped down or you've lost your job or you're about to because the similar thing is happening, you got to pivot and you got to get creative. And Chris nor I can come up with all ideas for you on that. I'm going to be posting as much as I can and sharing as much as I can, but it's up to you to sit down and go, okay. I'm going to take out a piece of paper, I'm going to take out a pen, and I'm just going to start scribbling and playing around with this thing and seeing what it is. And also bear in mind your needs. You only need to meet your needs. None of us need to become millionaires at this point. We just need to take care of ourselves and our cats and our, you know, parents, whoever it is that's in our world. That's it. That's it for now. This can be, a, this, we need to calm ourselves down a little bit. Um, so, so on that basis, uh, Chris, anything you want to add before I move into the four stages of transition? Yeah, I know you just talked about it. Um, you said some tactical strategy stuff might come later, but do you have anything that people might be able to take away right now um, as a habit or a strategy to actually calm themselves down? Because uh, I know for me, sometimes it's easier said than done to actually get myself to relax. 
Yeah, I mean, there's tons of stuff and it really depends on how you're wired. For me, when I start eating, when I'm not hungry, I know I've got an emotional thing going on. And if I've got an emotional thing going on, I need to crawl into my bed and I need to feel, and I probably need to have a good cry. I'm not much of a pillow basher, although I'm trying to do that. So feeling can be really important for some people. For other people, they need to get outside and take a walk. For other people, they need to just like kidnap someone's animal and, uh, and, and pet. For others, reading. For others, exercise can be really, really powerful. And I think each of us in many ways actually sort of has a sense of what it is that, that we need to do for ourselves. And then the question becomes, well, are we doing it? Right. So your willingness to actually be calm, because sometimes being calm can feel very frightening at a time like this. It feels counter instinctive to be calm. We feel like in order to survive something like this, we need to be anxious. But the opposite is actually true. And when the majority is being anxious, you need to pull yourself out of that and go, I'm not going to be the majority. I'm going to be in the minority because I need access to my resourcefulness and my creativity, my rationality. Yeah, I think that is 100% spot on. And I, I can't just from my own experience echo just how important it has been for me. And I'm kind of coming from like the, uh, the rational trying to make decisions side of it. But like some of the best decisions I've made have definitely come from a place of being calm rather than just being in this panic mode. Um, so I'm glad that you brought that up. I've wasted so much money on panic. Yeah. <laughs> I've wasted so much money. Oh my goodness. Like investing in business ideas because I wanted it to grow so fast or something. And then six months or three months or two months or a day later, I'm like, yeah. what was I thinking? That really wasn't the right decision for me. So Yeah. Yeah, being calm. Come into the group. Come into come see me in office hours if you need to calm down. Right? I mean, let's just learn to to train our systems to just really, really. Okay, good. Okay, so on that note, these are the four stages of transition. I'm going to put them up. I'm going to put them down. I will put them up again. So the four stages of transition are modify, explore, mingle, and engage. I've been working, helping people through transitions for over 10 years now, and probably longer before I knew it. People who are transitioning into a business, people who are transitioning out of an executive position, people who are transitioning to a new company. And the emotional aspects of that are the same for everybody, absolutely everybody. And the stages I see people go through are the same. So I sat down and I was like, all right, we're all in transition. The world's in this crazy pandemic transition. So what are the stages of that and how can we navigate through it? Because we can't control that. Agreed? We can't control. I loved that question from you, Chris, the other day. You're like, what can you control? You can't control what's going on in the world right now. You can only control what's going on inside you and in your world. So every transition and each of you can think about where you fall in in these four areas. Notice where you are, because I'm going to invite you to actually do a little bit of journaling about that after this, because it'll help you once you know where you are. First stage, modify. So the first stage of transition is when you go, it's either when you've made the decision to make a change or the decision has been made for you and you have to go, Oh, oh, go. Uh, uh, I've got to make it. I'm going to leave this relationship. Oh my God, I've got to start a business. Oh no, my income's running out. I'm going to have to do something else. That's the modify period. It's, it's the adaption period. It's the period of like, holy crap, am I going to be okay? 
oh my gosh, everything I've known and lent into and relied on has gone away. And now I've got to modify to this new thing. And I don't want to, like when this whole pandemic thing was going on for about four days, maybe longer. I don't know. I don't know. Too long. I was annoyed. I was just annoyed every day for hours on end. Annoyed, (laughs) annoyed, 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 annoyed. Annoyed at the government decision-making, annoyed at the craziness, annoyed. I was just annoyed at everything. And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, uh, I like the calmness of the energy. I want to see what happens. I'm staying tuned into the news, but this is how it is. I don't know what's going to happen to my business. How can I be of service? That was it for me. That was my modification period. So if you haven't yet come to terms with the fact that this is it, (laughs) you've got to come to terms with it. So that's the first step is modify. And all of these are different uh, lengths of time, depending on who you are and what's going on in your world. And there's steps for a reason. And I'll talk about that in a second. The second step is explore. Explore is, okay, you've adjusted, right? You've come to terms with what the heck has just happened in your own mind or the world around you. Now, you start to, it's like, you know, you're, you've been the turtle and you're now poking your head out from under the shell and you're going, okay, let's explore this new world. Let's see. Let's see. All right, I'm going to take a look around. I'm going to start doing research. This is your research time. Now, for those of you who don't like research, <laughs> I don't know what to say. This is your research time. It gets harder because when you're going through a transition, the very nature of a transition means you have to release parts of yourself you have been accustomed to hanging out with, and you have to access parts of yourself that you have had shut away, either for a long time or a short time or forever. And for creativity and rationality to come out, you have to access those parts of you who can be brave, who can be calm, and who can start to explore. So the exploration period is, for example, things like getting online and going, who's hiring? Getting online and going, I'm an event planner, am I? I can see you, Siobhan. I'm an event planner and my industry's, my industry's dried up. Where is event planning being utilized these days? Your hairdressing clients have vanished, right? You could, you could wear gloves and welcome them back or you could go, okay, what else have I done? What else have I done in my world? What other skills do I have and where are they needed? The top industries, tech industry, right? Booming right now. Gaming industries, game, booming. Uh, healthcare, supermarket chains, any, any companies that have an online presence, um, pharmaceutical companies, for those of you that can, that can move in that direction. The big guys, Amazon's hiring 100,000 people right now. Apple, Google, Microsoft, Netflix, Facebook. These, these guys, all they're all, hi- Facebook's hiring. Facebook is offering business loans. I'm going to post these links in the group tomorrow. Um, Some of you hate these companies. You don't want to go anywhere near these companies. I understand that. But go look at their website. See what they're doing. Find out what are the companies they're involved in. This is the period of research. You've got to start looking at where you're needed out there. Mm -hmm. I want to say something about this time because I think a really important question that people are asking is, should I just wait and not do anything for a month or two? Or should I be in action now? It's a great question. It's a really important one, right? So I have, I mean, look, everything that's coming out of my mouth is my bias. 
But my, my bias around this is do not sit still because you don't know when this is going to end. And if this right. suddenly ends and you find yourself looking around and going, oh, now I've got to adapt. Now I've got to get creative. Now I've got to explore because you're going to go through these phases. I, it doesn't matter when you decide to start, you're going to go through these phases. So my strong suggestion is that you, you do small things now. You do small things now, especially in places where you know that it's hard for you because your industry, event planning, for example, maybe something like that would, would bounce back um, right. faster than some others, right? But some industries are not going to bounce back quickly. They're going to be, they're going to be staggering along for a while. So my, my question here, uh, to, to be specific, because I know we have um, a lot of people out there who are in restaurants or events or even people on this call who, have, who are in the restaurant industry, when I'm making this pivot right now, no matter how small, how closely aligned should it be with what I was doing previously to all this coronavirus madness? Actually, Chris, I know you have an opinion on this. So I think I'm thinking about it from the resume perspective because our company, we've done you know thousands of resumes and half of them have been career changers. I would encourage people though, if they do have the luxury of finding a job that is more transferable, um, it would be easier to get those things looking really good on a resume. I think, so firstly, it depends. It depends on who you are, what, what level you're at. Like if you're at a high level executive level or a CEO level, or you're at, you, you know, you're working uh, at, a, at a sort of uh, blue collar job or, you know, in a factory or something. Yeah. Does it, it depends. It depends. It depends on where you want to go. It depends on where you've been. And we're in a global pandemic. And I think that for a lot of people, actually, the people who are going to go, okay, all right, I'm used to this position, I'm used to this income, but I'm going to go get creative and I'm going to go get resourceful and I'm going to roll my sleeves up and do what I have to do to take care of my family or just to put food in my belly. I think future employers are going to understand that we're in an exceptional period of time right now. 100%. So I would say do what you've got to do because I think that is going to show your character more than any written words that are on a resume. And if you go choose a company that doesn't recognize your character, you shouldn't be working for that company anyway. Companies that do care about people are really showing up right now, right? We're getting the emails from them. Here's what we're doing for you. All right, (laughs) modify, explore, explore. You're not outreaching here. You're just researching. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to embarrass yourself with how little you know about what the hell's going on in your life or your world or if you're experiencing it. You don't have to do any, no embarrassment here. Just research, safe research. Talk to your friends, talk to your family, get online, get online, get online. Next stage, mingle. So there's a difference between mingle and engage. Mingle's lighter, right? Mingling, you're at the, you're at the, the, uh, the drinks party and you're sort of milling around and you're saying hello to people and you're going, hello, is the weather, is the weather lovely where you are? How's the pandemic in your area? And then you go to the next person, how's the pandemic in your area? And is the weather improving? Do you see more birds in the sky? This is mingling, right? We're having very light, flittering conversations. Now, after you've explored and you've got some sense of an industry that you want to move towards, and forgive my humor, I hope I'm not offending anybody by, by bringing in some lightness. I, uh, I'm aware that this thing is really impacting people very, very seriously. So mingling is you've, you've adapted, you've explored, you've got some ideas, and now you're going to do some outreach. You're going to start having some conversations. So for example, I was talking to a client the other day who is in the healthcare industry and in analytics in the healthcare industry. 
And I suggested to him that he reach out to the health people that he knows in, in that industry and just have conversations with them about how he could maybe support. But that's an example of mingling. That's an example of just a, a sort of a, a light conversation to test the waters and see what's going on out there and if somebody might be able to use you. So if you've got an idea of a new industry and you can start to see where your skills might fit, you just start to do some really light research and test the waters. Um, and then the last one is engaging. And engaging happens after you know where you're going because after you've modified, you've explored, you've started to mingle, it's like you've done your research project by this point. Now you're like, okay, I sort of know where I'm going. I understand that it might change at some point but I'm going to go for it. So that's the engaging part where you're fully in action at that point. Um, and that can be to whatever degree that you, that you can handle. So, and that can happen over time. So for example, when in the last recession, I was working as a development consultant for Ernst & Young and that was nice. And then in round five of the layoffs, they let me go. And I thought I was going to go into the humanitarian industry. So I looked there and that was my kind of exploring and mingling and looking at different jobs and trying to sort of play with that. And I couldn't seem to get leverage and because the whole planet seemed to crash at that time. I know you all remember it. So I just was going, I was getting really nervous about money because I didn't have savings and so eventually I was like, okay, what did I do with Ernst & Young? I was a development consultant. I did team building. I did workshops. I did all this kind of stuff. Okay, coaching. Ah, let's try that. Let's go do coaching and build some teams and some workshops. And I was terrified. Mm -hmm. I was terrified, but I had those skills. And I brought a friend over and we lay on the, on the floor and with post-it notes and, you know, wrote up workshop content. And that was the beginning of it. And I, I don't know how I've been going 11 years. I have no idea how I've been going 11 years. I'm incredibly grateful. But it took, it took something to get through that. Um, but that's the engaging part. And engaging is where you really start. You, that's where you start hitting lots of failure. You used to hit, start hitting lots of dead ends. You keep staying in the game. You don't take it personally. We're going to be talking a lot more about this over the next few weeks. So those are the four stages. The acronym is MEME. <laughs> and we know that a meme is an amusing or interesting item or a genre of items that spread widely, especially through social media, but it's also an idea, a behavior, a style, or a usage that spreads from person to person within a culture. So this is, a, this is an idea that's worth spreading. So think about where you are right now. Are you still modifying, trying to figure out what's next? Have you started sort of putting your, dipping your toe in the pool and seeing if your ideas might work out there or are you not quite there yet or you're not sure what those steps are? Or are you clear where you're heading and you're starting to move clearly in that direction? Level of difficulty up. Once you get here and you start getting some results, it goes across. You always get results. The only reason you don't get results is because you quit. Love that. It's true. It's true. It, it, it's just so true. Action is, is everything. So this is a creative process. This takes rationality. This is... This is you figuring out who you're morphing into next, where your business is going to go next, where your job's going to go next. All right, warriors. So that just about wraps up today's episode. Wow, how insightful. And I just love to hear Clara talk. She's just so inspiring. And uh, for me, I get always this burst of energy when I'm, when I'm done listening to her speak. I hope you had the same during this episode. Just a reminder to join the Facebook group if that's something that interests you. There is no pitching, no selling. It's all community support. 
and that's something that's really important to me, especially during this time. Also, do me a favor. I know there are people who have listened to this podcast more than three times. I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. The analytics on this podcast say that a great portion of listeners are subscribers, and I always see that spike in listening uh, during the first day that it's released. To me, that says that we have a dedicated audience base, and that just gets me so excited. So do me a favor. Leave me a rating. Please leave me a rating. Uh, Given we don't receive a lot of them, I promise to read yours out loud on our next show in front of the hundreds of other job seekers just like you. Let's build each other up. Let's be a community. And uh, I just, I always smile and I just would absolutely appreciate any, any, any thoughts or any words about what episodes affected you the most. So thank you so much. This concludes today's episode. Can't wait to see you on Monday and uh, take care.